Hello, and welcome to this podcast where I will be speaking about the Holy Spirit and how it heals our minds at an unconscious level. And specifically, I'll be sharing a personal experience where this really became evident to me, and I hope it inspires you to invite the Holy Spirit into whatever you seem to be facing in your daily life, any trials or anything like that. So in May 2021, so just a few months back, I had um, resurgence of the PTSD. So many of you know that I'm recovering from caregivers PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, from having taken care of my beloved dog Guinness while he was sick with cancer. So just throughout the evenings, um, Guinness wasn't really comfortable. And any sound he made during the night just kind of surprised me and startled me awake. And I would just jump to be by his side and be there for him to comfort him. And after six weeks of this uh, repetitive cycle of me being startled, my nervous system was just that startled. And um, what followed after that was terrible nightmares, sleep paralysis, night terrors, panic attacks during the day, and just a really high level of anxiety. So it took 11 months for me to finally be diagnosed with PTSD just because the symptoms just kind of accumulated over those months. And that's what brought me to a psychologist to get diagnosed. And so from then on, I've just been focusing on trying to just calm my nervous system down again. But as we all know, life happens. We are faced with our trials, um, which are opportunities for forgiveness, according to A Course in Miracles. And in my life for the past three years, one of those um, trials happened to be my brother who was going through a really tough go. And it was just a really high stress time for my family and I. And so what started to happen, probably I would say around March of 2021, was I started to notice that I was actually really sensitive to noise. I found that my washing machine on the spin cycle, just listening to that uh, caused me a bit of anxiety. I didn't like my dishwasher being on while I was home. And it was just really curious to me how I was just becoming more and more sensitive to noise. Then in May 2021, I found out that my beloved mentor, Dr. Tim Hall, had passed away of cancer. So Tim lived in California and his daughter let me know. And when I heard the news, I feel I handled it really well. (laughs) At least I felt fine about everything. He was an older gentleman and he had cancer. So it all really made sense. Um, But of course, we have those underlying kind of unconscious reactions sometimes where we find like that we're having like a hair trigger reaction or we see something or smell a certain smell or hear a certain sound and we react just a little more strongly and it might surprise us we don't know why because consciously we can really make sense of our world but there's sometimes like an unconscious reaction and we don't know why we're reacting so strongly. So I noticed that I was getting a bit agitated. So I decided to take um, the dogs for a walk at a lovely park near my home, but you have to drive there. So the dogs and I got into the car And when I got to the park, I actually found that I couldn't get out of the car. So I decided to just get home and feel safe and be with my husband. So I proceeded to drive home. And then when I got to a red light, I actually started going into a panic attack. So I had to pull over into a parking lot and just kind of get myself together again before I could safely get behind the wheel and drive home, thankfully, which was just a couple more minutes away from where I was. 
And what happened after that was for about a week, I was actually incredibly tearful. During the day, I was just sobbing. I knew something had been triggered. And that's another thing that we may not always understand is why am I sobbing so much? Why is this hitting me so deeply? Because consciously, we only know so much, right? We're only aware of so much in our conscious mind experience. And our unconscious minds hold on to a lot. And we can find ourselves in our conscious mind experience walking around during the day, reacting again stronger, and we don't know why to certain things. So here I was crying. But thankfully, what I also knew was that it actually felt really purposeful. It felt like another layer of the ego had an opportunity to heal. So I was really committed to seeing it with my right mind and very positively. So just during the early hours of the day, probably around noon, I would stop crying. And then I would just go do something joyful with my husband and the dogs and, you know, just have a better day after that and do my forgiveness work, of course. Um, I always strongly suggest that you do true forgiveness, especially when you find yourself facing something that is causing you to react strongly. Also, I love doing the Gary Renard healing meditation that Gary shares in his book, Love Has Forgotten No One. And I strongly recommend that you check it out. Um, I've used it for Meniere's disease, and I'm also using it to help with the PTSD. And, you know, you can use it for anything, I find, because it's really just about um, letting go of your ego beliefs about yourself and inviting the Holy Spirit in and just getting some real clarity that your mind is the cause and it is your mind that needs to heal and then everything else will kind of follow suit. Maybe you'll get inspired guidance as to, you know, a remedy that might help you or whatever it might be. Now, one of the benefits I get from doing the healing meditation is dreams. <laughs> the Holy Spirit has always spoken to me through my dreams, and I always forgive my dreams, my nightmares, whatever they are, because that's a safer way for us to experience that unconscious guilt, that unconscious ego content is in our sleeping dreams. So I'm actually really grateful when I encounter a nightmare or a bad dream because I know it's my opportunity to forgive it and I feel a little safer having, it ex having experienced that content in my sleeping dreams. So after a week of crying and seeing this reaction, this resurgence of the PTSD symptoms, with my right mind and with the Holy Spirit, one thing that I also noticed was that the sound sensitivity went above and beyond <laughs> what it was. So now it wasn't just my washing machine and my dishwasher. Now it was my neighbor's motorbike. One time it just sent, like, it just shocked me. It felt like an earthquake just rattled through my body. Um, and I actually had to ask him to kind of let me know when he was going to turn on his motorbike just until I felt better, which he gladly obliged and helped me out there. But things like someone's um, car bass as they were driving by their music, things like that were really starting to startle me. Um, helicopters going over the home, even late at night, um, things of that nature. And I really noticed how loud <laughs> the area is that we live in. Um, you know, and I started to use earplugs while I was sleeping. 
But I also knew that I didn't want to settle for this. This wasn't right for me to be so keenly aware of every sound that was going on around me. And it certainly didn't seem right that I was reacting so fearfully to sounds that were just a little louder or kind of ongoing sounds in the background that just didn't seem to go away. They were just really agitating me. So, of course, I applied the healing meditation, Gary Bernard's healing meditation, to the sound sensitivity. And so this was all going alongside with the week of crying that I had experienced. And so I committed to the healing meditation. And what happened five nights into it um, was... Well, the whole experience lasted about seven days, a full week. Um, but on the fifth night, I actually had a really incredible dream. And the dream had to do with some family stuff. Um, my grandparents' home, um, whom I love very much, but they've passed on. But there was just a real resonance for me for what I was being shown in this dream. And I was being shown people in my family... Um, who I love and care about. And I was also being shown things about the future. And if I release this stress now, how the future would be released and would be more peaceful for me and my family. So it was a really vivid, deep dream. I don't want to go into it too much just to respect my family's personal space. But it was really incredible. And it felt so uplifting and healing and what happened was I woke up and the sound sensitivity was just gone and because the dream was so vivid and I felt like such a deep connection with the Holy Spirit and that a deep healing had occurred for me and my family at a mental level way deep in our unconscious minds uh, it was really incredible for me and at least it gave me the confidence personally in my family to um, move forward um, without the stress of the past, without letting old familial patterns replay. You know, I was just willing to let it all go in peace and to hold the best for everyone in my family. And it was really, really beautiful. And, you know, when I woke up from the dream, not to be gross, but, you know, I was all sweaty. It was almost like, you know, if you had felt a little bit sick when you went to bed and then, you know, you have a nice deep sleep and you wake up and you realize you had been sweaty, but you feel so much better. You feel like you really kicked that cold or whatever it was just by having like a really deep healing sleep. Well, the same thing happened with my mind. And like I said, when I woke up, the sound sensitivity was gone. I had two more days of not the full-on crying, just a bit tearful here and there, but I felt so confident and I knew a healing had occurred. So that was evidence to me that the Holy Spirit is really working at our unconscious minds at that unconscious level because what else in this world can heal that deeply? You know, we can use things in this world to kind of help us in our conscious mind experience which is fine, you know, if we need a little help alleviating some pain or feeling more comfortable, whatever that might be. But I really want to stress the importance of inviting the Holy Spirit in to that unconscious level to just allow that healing because I know in my heart there's absolutely nothing in this world that would have helped me to release that level of stress 
that I was obviously reacting to and my nervous system was showing me like, Fiona, this is stressing you out. This has gotten too much. This has gone too far. And, you know, it's the Holy Spirit that did that for me. So as course students, we can be really, really grateful that we know the Holy Spirit is there, that we can turn to the Holy Spirit. Um, I can't tell you how relieved I was when I woke up in the morning. I felt like a whole new woman. And I really felt um, that my intuition, that this layer of ego content had just shown up to be healed and it was ready to be let go. And it did. And I let it. So I just hope that encourages you to really not get bogged down. The ego loves to replay conflict. It doesn't know how to heal. That's not its that's not the ego's intention. The ego's intention is to keep you fixated on conflict because the ego survives through your belief. And so when you're focused on believing the ego, it lives in your mind. And so it gets to live one more day, right? Or one more year, whatever it might be. <laughs> and that's why it's so threatened by our healing because our healing involves turning to the right mind to the Holy Spirit and eventually to God, because that's death to the ego, right? We can feel really grateful that we know the Holy Spirit's there for us, that it's a choice that we can make to do things with the Holy Spirit, um, who's always going to lead us back to the awareness that we are one with our source. And again, that's super threatening for the ego, right? Because us focusing on the truth, the mind can only focus on one thing at a time. So our minds focusing on the truth is threatening to the ego because that's death to the ego. It needs us. It, it needs our belief in order to survive. So I just want you to try and remember that when you're facing a trial is this is an opportunity to forgive and heal. And I don't need to use it for the ego's purposes of replaying conflict in my life, feeling bogged down and overwhelmed and stressed, <laughs> and then maybe ending up like I did with my nervous system just getting so out of whack that I was sensitive to the sound of a helicopter going over my home. So, you know, these things can heal. They're meant to heal. With the Holy Spirit, all things will heal. Your mind will heal. And you just need to invite the Holy Spirit in. You really aren't alone. And I always like to say that healing is an attitude, right? It's, it's where you look at your trials and go, look at this. I'm not alone. This is my opportunity to heal. It's not an opportunity for me to go further into the ego. And if I do catch myself going into the ego, that's okay too. And now I know that I can take steps to get out of it. So try not to feel guilty for your trials. They're your stepping stones to God. They are not something to bring you down into the ego world anymore. You know that world. You don't need to go into the ego's playground anymore. So I encourage you to invite the Holy Spirit in. Maybe try the healing meditation that I mentioned in Gary Renard's book, Love Has Forgotten No One. It's incredible. Um, you can memorize it and use it at night to just heal your mind in general. Maybe you'll find um, that things just get better. Um, you never know, but you're worth it. And I can honestly say that at a mental level, through that healing meditation, and even through, of course, the true forgiveness of A Course in Miracles, you'll always feel better. You'll always feel better at a mental level. You'll begin to feel peace. You'll begin to see that there's purpose to your trials instead of them being something that's going to bog you down. 
So I really hope that this was a helpful reminder for you. It was a really cool experience. The panic left, that sound sensitivity left, that week where things just got so intense. It was all with great purpose and I really felt the Holy Spirit with me. And I'm just really grateful that that has part of the ego mind has healed. And now I can move forward confidently. And, you know, I did face more trials throughout the summer and the early fall. But again, I knew the Holy Spirit was there with me and it was nothing to freak out about or get scared about. And, you know, now I've taken some real space to heal my nervous system. (laughs) And uh, things are much quieter and much more peaceful. And I'm really grateful to say that I am feeling so much calmer and you know it's only with the guidance of the Holy Spirit that I know I was able to achieve this level of peace and confidence that the Holy Spirit is with me. So I hope that through practice you will begin to see that too and feel that too and have these wonderful healing experiences for yourself. So again thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope it was helpful for you.